Former president is expected to turn himself in at the Fulton County Jail in Atlanta next Thursday or Friday. That, according to a senior law enforcement official with knowledge of the surrender. Friday is the deadline for all 19 defendants. Trump, his former chief of staff, several of his lawyers, a top Justice Department official, and others all being booked, fingerprinted, and with probably the exception of the president, former president photographed. In the last two days, the former president has backed out of opportunities to be seen by millions of television viewers. Yesterday, he canceled that press conference he'd announced for Monday to repeat lies about election fraud in Georgia, what he calls irrefutable evidence of fraud. Today, we learned he's planning, as of now, to skip next week's Republican debate on Fox in favor of a sit-down with Tucker Carlson. We'll talk with two lawyers about the extent to which criminal defense considerations play into his decision. But we start with CNN chief correspondent Caitlin Collins with new reporting on the politics, first and foremost driving it. She joins us along with conservative lawyer and Washington Post col uh, contributing columnist George Conway and CNN contributor John Dean, who served as White House counsel in the Nixon administration. So what is, do we know the reasons he's backed out? Of the debate, or yeah. the I mean, the debate, press conference, either everything. One. He's not showing up to either. I mean, the debate, he had kind of been keeping people on edge this week, asking people, should he go? A lot of people, though, who he even asked that to said, you know, they don't think it, he was ever really considering it. He hasn't done any formal debate prep or anything like that to prepare for this. And so they didn't expect him to show up. It would have been a big difference if he had decided to go. Um, obviously, Monday with the news conference, that's a legal decision, really. I don't think that's as much as what Wednesday is. I think Wednesday is a political decision not mm -hmm. to show up to that debate because he does feel like he doesn't really need to go and show up. I mean, certainly everyone has tried to goad him into being there, saying that it's weak if he doesn't show up. It's disrespectful <laughs> to Republican voters if he doesn't show up. None of that really has registered with him, though, in a way that he cares about. But it's surprising given, I mean, they went to great lengths to try to get him to come to this. The Republican chairwoman personally appealed to him to come. Fox executives went to Bedminster, had dinner with him, trying to get him to come, believing he might actually show up. He clearly is not going And in terms of what we know about the surrendering next week? The surrendering next week, they're still negotiating the deal of what that's going to look like with Secret Service and the district attorney's office, and the judge will have to sign off on the, the conditions that they agree to. The local sheriff, I mean, they've said it's going to be standard operating procedure, but obviously this is the most high-profile prosecution in the country right, right now, and the idea that it's going to be anything standard is obviously not likely to happen when he does show up. We're expecting Thursday or Friday right now. We'll see if that changes. That's the expectation at the moment. The question is, does he go in and get the exact process that any other defendant would get? We don't know about a mugshot yet. We do believe he'll be fingerprinted. We don't believe he'll be handcuffed. Um, but they do medical screenings. They have all these other steps that he has to go through. And what we were reporting this out, I was thinking about how my reporting when he was in Washington being indicted there, he was so, he had grown irritated, essentially. It's just the process of going through the standard mm -hmm. procedure, having to wait, having to be fingerprinted, sitting in the courtroom for 20 minutes, waiting on the judge to show up, and it's just completely silent in the room. Those standard things that other defendants go through, I mean, he's not a typical defendant right. by any means. George, I mean, do you think this is the right move for the former president, both politically and legally? I mean, the certainly not doing the press conference legally makes uh, all the sense in the world, not showing up at the debate. Yeah, I, I have to say um, that these are words that are difficult for me to say, but I agree with Donald Trump. I think he's doing the, <laughs> I think he's doing the right thing by Donald Trump. Um, absolutely, I don't see the upside for him to, for appear, to appear at this debate. All it does is give... Um, you know, his, his opponents a chance to take free shots at him, uh, which I would love to see. But, um, you know, he, he, he's doing, you know, with his commanding lead, there really is no reason for him to show up and take the downside risk of 
of, of running into the you know Chris Christie truck. So I, I, I think he's doing the right thing by Donald Trump. I think the voters, I would love, I think it's better for the voters to see him and to hear him respond to the attacks. But, he, you know, just looking at it from his interests, he's doing the right thing. John, I mean, every time he holds a rally or makes a social media post or, you know, participates, frankly, even in future debates, how much legal jeopardy does he put himself in? Well, given his ability to uh, uh, put his foot in his mouth, Anderson, I think he does it rather regularly. Uh, he has conceded an awful lot on the, uh, in public. Uh, he consistently does it. I'm sure that the prosecutors are monitoring it. They probably have staffers who do nothing but follow what he's doing and saying. So I think it's a high exposure, and it appears that somehow a lawyer got through to him, or he is now dawned on him that he might be in serious trouble, and so he's backing down a little bit. It is interesting, Caitlin, that a, a guy who was once the President of the United States is not willing, at, at least for this debate, to stand on a stage and take the punches and, you know, show himself to the American people in a debate format. And it's not like he's staying home. He's going on, you know, Tucker Carlson, who has been, you know, slavishly supportive of him uh, all this time. Well, I think that has even less to it's, it's more of the idea of he's angry with Fox News, who has been picked to host the debate. He thinks that they are covering his challengers in a more favorable way than they are him. I mean, he has always kind of had this expectation that to cover him accurate, to cover him, you right. know, accurately is to cover him unfairly, to, to actually cover what's going on or to give other people airtime is to, it's a dig at him. That's how he views this. I mean, he thinks that they are in the pocket of Ron DeSantis. That is his view. So I think it, it has multiple avenues that he wants to go down by by sitting down with a host that they fired having this moment um, and I just think he also understands that there is a potential at that debate for someone like a Chris Christie he knows they will only be attacking him they're going to go after him on these issues and so in his mind he, he just avoids all of that by not showing up I mean it is remarkable that he's the he's citing Reagan and other people when he's talking about not doing it but I mean he's doing it because of his own political will and why he doesn't want to show up and what that looks like George, we haven't heard from you since the Georgia indictment. I mean, it's obviously a sweeping case with a huge RICO charge at, at the head of it. How strong of a case do you think it is? Well, I think it's a very, very strong case. I think the evidence is, is overwhelming against him. I think it's a more complex case uh, than the, the case that uh, Jack Smith decided to bring in D.C. Um, and and it's, it, it's an interesting contrast to, to put the cases up against each other. One is rather simple, straightforward, kind of like a bullet. The other one is more like, a, a, like a, a, an air raid. And it's just, it, it's going to be more complex. It's going to take longer. But I think there's a utility to it because you get to see the, the scope of the damage and the harm that, that Trump caused. John, do you think many of the co-conspirators, I mean, indicted or unindicted, will ultimately flip and work with the prosecution? I mean, it seems unlikely that all 19 would actually go to trial. It does seem unlikely, Anderson. And if they go into the uh, jailhouse to uh, surrender and get arraigned and get a whiff of what that place is like or have any knowledge of what a hellhole the Georgia prisons are, I think you're going to have several who want to come forward and say, let's see if we can't work out an arrangement. And so I think maybe eight or nine will uh, fall by the wayside and plead. Caitlin, are, have you heard of any concern among the people around the former president that, you know, left alone on, on the debate stage, some of these candidates may have breakout moments? 
Maybe they will. I mean, that we always kind of see that, you know, in a debate, someone has their, their few moments. I mean, certainly we've seen who clearly Governor DeSantis is worried about, Vivek Ramaswamy, others, because they know that he is going to be the next person on that stage if Donald Trump is not there, that they're attacking. But, I mean, okay, so the debate happens on Wednesday night. Someone has a breakout moment. Trump goes on Thursday in Georgia and surrenders himself. I mean, that breakout moment has like a 24-hour life cycle because then it's going to be Trump showing up at the jail, which is notoriously bad, as John was just mentioning there. I mean, they've opened investigations into it. I mean, the conditions of it are pretty horrific. And when you look at just the idea that the former president is going to be walking in there to be arrested and to be his arraignment, which won't actually be an appearance, is remarkable in and of itself. So I think even if there is that breakout moment, I mean, we're such a bizarre point in this history of this country that 24 hours later the former president is going to be turning himself in so it's not it's not clear that it would have legs i mean we'll see what happens if the defense of donald and is it thursday or friday we're not sure exactly we're not sure exactly they've said thursday at the earliest so Mm -hmm. thursday or friday i mean who knows it is donald trump everything comes with a caveat maybe he decides to turn himself in the day of the debate that seems unlikely at this moment but i mean governor christie today attacking ron DeSantis, saying if you're going to defend donald trump on that stage you should just get out of the race i mean those comments will be interesting to see what that is and obviously trump has been very bothered by Chris Christie's criticisms and others' criticisms. Yeah, I mean, George, as you know, former Trump White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows is trying to move the Fulton County case to federal court. He'd likely have a more favorable jury pool. Rudy Giuliani, former, I mean, obviously Trump as well, are expected to do the same thing. Do you think they have a good shot? No, I don't, because basically it's no business, essentially no business of the executive what happens when states count their votes. I mean, the Constitution provides that federal elections are in the hands of Congress um, and in the hands of the states. And the chief of staff and the president has no authority to supervise the counting of votes in Fulton County or anywhere else. And the fact that Mark Meadows went down there on his behalf um, wasn't an exercise of presidential authority and what he wasn't really exercising. He was acting essentially as a campaign staffer. And that should not be, that should not entitle him to remove the case to federal court. John, the April 2026 trial date that the uh, the former president's attorneys have given to the to the special uh, to the judge uh, in the January 6th case. I mean, almost three years from now, when do you realistically think that that would go to trial? She's not going to give them what they want. I think it's more likely to be somewhere between 10 months and 14 months, uh, which is ample time and certainly with well within the strictures of due process. So uh, it's going to be much sooner than later.